Hello, everyone, and welcome to Soul Food and Spirit Speaks with Karen and Linda. Today, our lesson is going to be integrating the higher self with willful love, bringing body, mind, and soul, and spirit. Um, so to give a little background on uh, how this how this podcast, our first podcast, uh, got started is um, I met actually met Karen Edgeman, who is uh, on the call with me. Hi, Karen. Just want to say hi to you first. Hi, Linda. <laughs> how are you? Um, yeah, so Good, how are you? I'm doing really well. Thanks. So what, um, what we were going to do starting off here was talk a little bit about ourselves and talk a little bit about our background before we actually dive into the lesson today. Um, I'll start off with me since I'm the chatty one right now. <laughs> so um, <laughs> basically, uh, Karen and I met uh, probably about 15 years ago or so through Thank a mutual you. friend. And um, through uh, Reiki, basically, Karen is a, a Reiki master, and uh, she'll give you, uh, basically, she's more than just a Reiki master, but she'll give you um, more background on her, her teaching and her ministry here in a second. But um, Karen attuned me to the master level, uh, and I have been enjoying um, using Reiki and meditation and um, on others, helping others to heal. And also um, in my writing and um, basically I'm an author and an artist. So in my creativity, I invoke uh, the Reiki symbols and uh, use that as guidance uh, basically through my life. I, you know, as, as those who aren't uh, aware of Reiki and Karen will talk a little bit more about Reiki as well. Um, you know, this is, this is a way of life. This is uh, a, a way to live with with that um, powerful energy uh, assisting you through life. So as I said, I'm an author. I write mystery, uh, suspense novels. I try to incorporate some of the principles uh, that you know we live with into uh, my characters' everyday lives. Um, you know, trying to be good, trying to live life, and and understanding where everybody is on their path is part of that um, as well. And uh, I also do a little podcast called Art Chats um, with other artists, that, and we talk about creativity and um, art skills and, and techno te techniques and, and things like that. So I live a very creative life. I kind of live in that very creative energy, and um, I have to actually live in that creative energy uh, to, to be happy. So, <laughs> so it's, it's kind of interesting from, from that point of view. Um, Karen has been my teacher and my master and my mentor and a really good friend um, through all of this as well. So I'm, I kind of persuaded her to start doing podcasts um, on the lessons that she has taught uh, over the years. And I think that the timing is, is right for that to happen. So Karen, tell us a little bit about you and your journey and all of the things that you have studied and, and all of the things that you enjoy sharing with us. Well, thank you, Linda, and I am honored to participate in this uh, realm of outreach with you. Yes. I feel we are very complementary in our the way that we think, and I have a very circular, I would say spiral way of thinking and teaching uh, that is very connective, but I very much admire your focused, direct mind, and because of it, we've always had the, just the best conversations uh, that are just so much fun. I, I always enjoy your questions because questions bring forward from me um, answers, right. um, and, and how that happens is pretty much what we're going to talk about today. Uh, but my journey began, and I guess you could say everything builds and uh, we, we create bridges from one level of ourselves to another, which is another part of what I'll speak about today with you and with our audience. Um, I feel I've had a spiritual uh, orientation in my consciousness um, since I was a baby, and that sounds very strange, but I, I actually did have uh, mystical visions that stayed with me and oriented me in a way uh, towards spirit, towards Yeshua Jesus Christ, towards um, the goddess and Mary Magdalene, and uh, and many ideas that 
really are somewhat new to and foreign to the um, uh, the accepted way of understanding uh, Christ and Christ consciousness, um, which is pretty much what the higher self is. But as I went through my life, I I found myself uh, like studying what I could find uh, in terms of metaphysical parapsychology uh, uh, writing, even as a child, mm -hmm. and um, mm -hmm. became. Um, Oh, I guess you could say my teacher in the sixth grade realized that I was reading books that were simply not sixth grade level and allowed me to become a teacher of a Puerto Rican girl who barely spoke English and a young boy who was stuck in the sixth grade at age 14. So I began to realize that I learned differently. I learned by teaching and sharing and that there were whole parts of me that, uh, that were beginning to unfold and at 12, I had priests at my parish, and, a cat, and I was brought up Catholic, who brought me aside and asked me to teach the catechism class of the first grade, the first mm -hmm. communion class. Wow. And they set me free. They told me that I had um, a different uh, way of knowing things, that I was called a seeker, mm -hmm. and that that was considered uh, very rare in the church, and that uh, they pretty much, even though this sounds very strange, set me free uh, to uh, to feel as if I could seek without feeling guilty for for expanding my mind outside of the boxes that were considered uh, right, righteous, etc. So um, I began, of course, I became an art teacher, and so the idea of using art and, again, teaching uh, expanded into my young adult years. And then I began doing emblem art, which is using art to illustrate spiritual concepts and abstract ideas. Hmm. With, so everything relates uh, one thing to the next. Um, in my early 30s, uh, I was, as you said, taken up through uh, light and, again, given even more um, a feeling of a need to share um, the uh, information that I would call uh, in the kingdom of souls mm. and um, a paradigm shift that I know that my soul has been shown since I was a child in reviewing previous ages, uh, which... How could I know as a, we're talking infant, baby, young child, mm -hmm. things that now are coming out in the mystery schools and through the science, the sciences of psychology, the science of expanded senses and, uh, and the tools that we have now to expand our knowledge and, uh, and our senses. Um, so the mystical way of the past is, is somewhat being blended, and this is the cross that the Christ consciousness represents in an, an occult or a metaphysical parapsychology uh, perspective, which is outreach and action mm -hmm. uh, from what you know, from like establishing a uh, connection between spirit and higher self, which is Christ consciousness, uh, soul, uh, and body or subconscious mind. Mm -hmm. So becoming a Reiki practitioner easily led into then finding uh, ways to become an actual minister in the order of Melchizedek uh, on the physical plane, which I feel is was acted out on the spiritual plane in 1990, mm -hmm. but on the physical plane became actual in the physical world in 2000, mm -hmm. around the time that I became a, uh, a Sui uh, Reiki teacher practitioner, which you know, I hate to use the word master, but <laughs> we are master of our, you know, ourselves first. And But we, we are uh, at a certain level, you and I now, able to teach these concepts, mm -hmm. and uh, which is what, a, what that means when you become a master. So it's certainly nothing that the ego wants to say, oh, look at me, I'm there, I've achieved. It is a process always of, uh, of um, integration, and, and that is what today's topic is, is truly about. Right. So becoming a minister, becoming a Reiki teacher, um, and also my counseling with 
tarot because tarot to me is a map. It's a map of the psyche or the soul. And it connects the lower part or the lower self soul, um, the, the subconscious um, aspects of ourselves with the higher self or the archetypal mind, which is universal Christ uh, roles mm -hmm. that Christ connects. So to me, tarot is a perfect, a perfect tool uh, to assist in myself stepping aside, but in talking to people about what their souls reveal um, to themselves and to me. So um, that's a, in a in a some uh, total of, of 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 what I do. Um, and uh, as I say, you know, where none of us totally achieve, we're always growing all the time. Right. And this this opportunity is again a, a point of growth because teaching spirituality, metaphysics, uh, teaching the mystery schools and how they all connect has been my passion uh, for so many years. Yes. And I did uh, teach uh, for years uh, for love donations at the uh, at the mountaintop and at different various places um, uh, because I love to be around people. I love people. I love souls. Mm -hmm. And so this is a way for me to expand that sharing. And, and it is indeed a, an instruction that's been given to me by Christ indeed to share. Um, he said once to feed the little ones which kind of goes with what the name of our show is, mm -hmm. uh, Soul Food, Spirit Speaks, because it is spirit that we want to feed to the little ones in whatever level, and I say little ones not to say one better than the other, but we are all children of the same source. Mm -hmm. And so the little ones might mean those who are seeking, and feel vulnerable in 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 that level of seeking. Right. So, um, but thank you uh, uh, for um, giving me that like a very lengthy time to explain <laughs> what I do. But of course, that has a lot to do with why we're here together. Today. Exactly. So, um, I just share the you're painting the gift, um, Karen. So we'll be actually have that up while we. Uh, actually dive into the lesson for today, the integrating the higher self through willful love. Um, and I, I want to start with defining the terms um, higher self, spirit, and soul. So let's start with, um, I'm assuming the spirit would be probably the best place to start. So let's start with what do you mean when we talk about the spirit? Okay, well spirit, thank you, is mm -hmm. unseen, abstract, um, energy that vibrates at a level uh, of faith, which um, if we were to connect what that energy is, Jesus Christ once said, it had the potency in even the size of a mustard seed to move a mountain. Mm. So faith is a very dynamic energy. Will to power is connected to the crown chakra at the top of a human being's head. Access to this energy is rare, and it requires a foundation of love that the soul, which is another level that we'll speak of in a few minutes, right. um, begins to connect with uh, in, uh, like as spirit in the crown. Um, the higher self is access to the spiritual energy that is pure love, pure will. And on those frequencies, it has um, uh, no form as we would know it. And Jesus Christ also, and I will refer to him often because he is one of my main guides, and I do wish to bridge with conventional Christians some ideas that are in Scripture that are in the Old and New Testaments that would be maybe perhaps defined in, in other ways through how I see things from the Kingdom of Souls. Uh, but the higher self is um, accessible in faith 
And it basically uses the mind, as Jesus once told Mary Magdalene, when she asked, what is the perceiver of spirit, of God? Is it the soul? And is it the body? And Jesus replied, it's the mind. So everything's in our mind. And I'm going to say that. And people would say to me, it's all in your mind. I laugh. <laughs> and they say, indeed it is. <laughs> and my mind is a fine wine. Thank you, indeed. <laughs> because the mind is, is the bridge. And the mental plane is somewhat the bridge between the soul and spirit. And it is located in the throat chakra, which is the word, the voice, which is sometimes Christ consciousness. So the soul consciousness is bridged in the mental plane. So that's how I would define higher self and spirit as a, as a, a connecting force. So spirit is every higher self in the sum total of all that is, was, and ever shall be, Inter eternal eternal, beyond any finite description, yet expressed in so many ways that it's very confusing because tuning into spirit, you could tune into infinite channels of spirit. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then let's, let's move on and, and define soul in that, in the same okay. realm. Thank you. Um, so soul has, in my definition, two levels. And so the, as we say, the keys to the kingdom of the soul um, are somewhat, I used to call it keys to the kingdom, and that's been used so much since I first started using it back in the early 90s. But the kingdom of souls is in the heart chakra, and it's a space that, I described the crown as will to power. This is love, wisdom. So the soul orientation of love, wisdom is a culmination of experience that the finite mind travels around in many, and um, many, uh, I guess you could say, qualities or roles that we might play as souls until we get the whole picture of the circle of experience. So the soul that is connected to the subconscious is extremely fragmented, has had many experiences, is connected to the whole, but is in fear of blending with the whole. Because its experience and its purpose has been to become an individual, autonomous, to develop the sensory aspect of itself on the physical level, and to truly integrate the spirit that, that vibrates on every level, eternal and is all that is and ever was, to bridge it all the way into the densest matter, which is physical. Mm -hmm. And so there are so many dichotomies of language that we get stuck in when we move around this circle of experience mm -hmm. that the subconscious becomes very muddled and it can pretty much only handle <laughs> the finite, what's going on right now, and this is how I feel. Right. And that rules. Just like a baby, an infant, let's start at an infant, root mm -hmm. chakra, a baby, the sacral, or a youth in the solar plexus, which in the body represents the, the lower worlds. Okay. So, Basically, they rule us until they feel loved, mm -hmm. until they accept that I am you and you are me and we are all together in the soup <laughs> of the field experience. <laughs> <laughs> but, but the resistance 
to themselves as love and to each other is has a very real foundation in a fragmented mind that is based upon um, a cosmic experience that goes back to the Big Bang in which we were vying for source and resource in order to become bodies of star bodies, planetary bodies, um, etc. So that, that level of consciousness is also in our soul, but that part connects with the, the hierarchy of souls. Its foundation is in the heart. So the soul has two parts. Okay. The, the body, brain, and that which is actually fragmented in the physical brain in our heads. And everything is everything, which is another thing that's hard to fully realize and understand. But when you begin to connect with the, the kingdom of souls, then the everything is everything, which is Christ consciousness, becomes revealed in increments more and more by expanded consciousness. So the soul is consciousness. Spirit is consciousness. The higher self is consciousness. The body is consciousness. A rock is consciousness. <laughs> okay. Yep. Yep. So does that explain it well enough? I, because I know you're a sweet direct can look at what I just went around in circles about and say, okay, you've got a hole in this area. So is there, are there holes in how I described that? Um, well, I have the screen up, Karen, where it says, what is soul? And we talked about two aspects of the soul, um, one being okay. eternal and one being the other aspect being Trinity. And I, I've heard bits and pieces of what we have on the screen here. Um, but okay. I, I think um, I, I think that a, a part that needs to be bridged is um, how through our life we have evolving consciousness and how we go from being five sensory, you know, the five senses that we have here on earth, taste, touch, smell, sight, and, you know, those, and one that I missed, <laughs> to a multi, <laughs> it's like, I'm not going to rename them, <laughs> to a multi-sensory no, person. said hearing or sound, that's a good one. Yeah, <laughs> I think I missed that one. That was probably, <laughs> I was like, I was trying to count on my fingers at the same time, and you know me, I have to talk with right. my hands, which is, you know, thank right. God there is a webcam, right? <laughs> so, exactly. <laughs> but, but how we go from being the five-sensory person, um, you know, connected very much connected to the Earth School here uh, to a multi-century person, um, and and the, how that derives from the subconscious to the conscious, and how we bridge those. Um, if you could talk a little bit about that, is that does that make sense? That totally does. Thank you. Okay. I, I, like I said, very direct. So <laughs> yes, we to to bridge the subconscious aspect of the soul uh, with our conscious mind. All right. Mm -hmm. um, it, I, one of the things that is a very simple kind of way, a little expression that I coined a long time ago, was we need to learn how to think with our heart and feel with our mind. Yes. And as I said a little while ago, the mind is this bridge um, which connects the higher aspects of consciousness with the everyday finite um, and a feeling world mm -hmm. that the five senses um, uh, rule. And so the five senses expand into multi-sensory uh, uh, levels of reception and, uh, and radiation, mm -hmm. which is communication on some level. Because radiation communicates as frequency, as feeling, as, um, in many ways, mm -hmm. um, through voices, uh, so orienting oneself willfully by seeking correlations uh, between, say, uh, what is faith and what has been given in scripture, for example, with science will create a bridge, a mental bridge that begins 
to create a frequency that changes the container or the form that your subconscious is. That, that subconscious wants to resist changing form because it feels, even though it's uncomfortable in that form, that experience it understands. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes it takes many roles to play as a soul um, in order to gain many experiences, to trust that little by little you're, you are growing and you are expanding and accepting wider, more inclusive thought, okay? Mm -hmm. And the level of feeling that I said, the heart, it, you learn to feel uh, with the mind and think with the heart. The heart is love and it's wisdom. Mm -hmm. And so when you begin to think and willfully do your best, to create within yourself a feeling of love. There is ultimate wisdom in that feeling. The wisdom in that feeling transcends all of the little resistances that your subconscious has to embracing new experiences. Mm -hmm. uh, be just getting in the presence of the truth of the soul can open the ego or the finite personality to like vibrate at a different level. Sometimes just for a little while, but it begins to become familiar with something different. So there's a new experience. So we learn through experience and we learn eventually that love wisdom feels a lot better in our divided minds or brains, the one in the head and the one in the body brain, mm -hmm. that love feels a lot better than resistance, which is caused by the fear of opening up to new thought, to embracing perhaps a more expanded uh, container of consciousness. Mm -hmm. Great. Did, does that help you? understand a little better okay yes so uh, I could go on about this for a long long time so yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> well, great. and um, and and we're gonna we'll backtrack track on on some of the things that you said so that you can expand on them um, as we go through the okay. questions that we talked about earlier um, so um, just so that, that folks know out out there um, I have questions but we don't have a script so Karen, you know, Karen is feeding to me and you as a listener what she is being guided to share. So we don't script this this show. So so just to let you know that you know, because it'd be like, oh my gosh, did she actually read that from? No, she's not reading from a script. But I do try to uh, direct her and um, also you know through questions and and things. So um, to to move on, Karen, uh, we. We uh, haven't talked a, a little bit about higher self. I mean, it, it, it naturally all three of these things. Oops, I thought I had that definition there, and I don't. Um, so I'm going to go back to uh, your um, Tree of Life photo, or the painting that you did. Uh, and let's talk a little bit about um, higher self. Define that a little bit. What is it? Um, and then how does a person willfully integrate with their higher self? Oh, thank you. Beautiful question. And that's a good illustration. It's actually a cartoon of me, I suppose. <laughs> Illustrating a vision um, that uh, everything is a gift. Um, everything received from spirit is a gift. Um, but there are two uh, containers in my hands that I'm offering. They're clay containers. They're pink. Uh, but they actually represent the uh, a, a vision of uh, me integrating with my higher self and a cosmic view of myself. And that actually happened in a series of meditations that I won't explain, but have everything to do with the true purpose of alchemy, which is self-transformation and the ability to become uh, the bridge of spirit, mind, body. Mm -hmm. But as I went through 
these uh, levels of myself. There were three expansions. And um, I then expanded and became the stars. And I, and I had a remembering of the star consciousness aspect of myself and how shocking and traumatic the Big Bang, which was spirit in this force that is uncomprehensible. And so this is all given in parables, so to speak, in visions mystically. Um, but expanded and blew up. And this happened in a transfer of energy from pure faith um, into what you could call uh, the symbol for Neptune, which looks like a wheel, from the top of the head into a wheel. Here's the full path. And from Neptune across but through the mother, through the heavens, into the heavens. So the heavens was the first container. Mm -hmm. And as it passed into the heavens, the container, which if you understand everything is one, the container, the mother and the father are one. But that represented the first division and the first dichotomy of our human um, healing path, which is sex. In our first division of male and female energy, that shock went out. In the vision, I felt the energy of this incomprehensible force come through me and realize that it had blown up the brains as it passed from the left brain to the form container that is represented on the other side of the tree as Saturn, which is the timekeeper, the form keeper. And this, if you really want to go into uh, the uh, Greek and Roman mythology, Saturn uh, would consume uh, his children, okay, until a previous age. Mm -hmm. And so we're all inside of him. And then at some point, Zeus came in the sun and blew it all up, okay? Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Athena, you know, the daughter came out of the right side of the brain of Zeus, okay, and was not born of a woman. But So it does represent that feminine energy that came out of a kind of a violence and an explosion, which, okay, so the left and the right brain from the very beginning has, has been blown up. So that gift, what it represented was a restoration of the lobes of the brain that is reflected, okay, in in a very higher sense beyond what we can ever understand cosmically, but also in the egg of our experience in our physical heads and brains. So, first of all, it is realizing that we have to integrate love and sort of integrate the parts of the brain willfully, all right, by moving love through, okay, in a, in a, okay, I guess a willful way by using the mind to move love through the brain to help first the physical brain become one. And you know we have these lobes of the brain compartmentalized, actually um, compartmentalized consciousness and have represented previous ages of soul experience that goes way back to being cosmic beings, star beings, mm -hmm. planetary beings. So the archetypal mind has to be healed. And that is in every being. But that, as I said, is an outreach that cannot begin to happen until the lower brain and the subconscious brain in the belly, which if you look at the illustration there has paths that include the devil, the death, the tower which represents our consciousness falling from unity to division and not being able to communicate with one another. Um, and that is the foundation for our world. So obviously integrating and healing is a willful process of integrating uh, faith and love, and of um, like seeking information and knowledge 
which connects the mystical path, which has been given through the archetypes throughout the ages. Um, and, and when I pray, you hear me call in Christ, but you hear me call in Buddha, Shiva, Vishnu, Krishna, uh, Brahma, Ganesh, Odin, Merlin, Osiris, Horus, Tahiti, Hermes, Hercules, Zeus, Apollo, uh, Hermes, Prometheus, uh, Hercules. I go through them all because in the archetypal mind, in the kingdom of souls, in the male order, I've seen and met with a lot of them, as well as when I call in the divine feminine. Ain Sof, wisdom. Isis means the universe revealed. Um, mother Mary. Mary is mother. It means mother. And it's matter. It's the first heavenly container. In the first physical containers. So I call in all of the aspects of the mother, uh, my beloved Mary Magdalene, who I've known since a baby, um, as well as they have come, I've seen them. So in the kingdom of souls, that mystical approach is something that when you begin to integrate your mind with love becomes fact. And this is not something that in the kingdom of souls there is, there is division in our minds, which perpetuates division in the heavens. We are one in the same. Okay. Can can we so can we step that, back that, a second? And I, and I, <laughs> thank you. Absolutely. Okay. Um, <laughs> and and I, what I want you to get to talk about, we touched. You went. You kind of leapfrogged here and started talking about the three brains. <laughs> because the higher self is that which is not necessarily connected to the subconscious or the physical brain. It is not connected. It is our willful integration with love that enables the two parts of our souls to make that connection. Okay. Perfect. And when you make that connection, then you enter into the playground of the souls, mm -hmm. which then is, of course, where visions and the whole mystical approach has done very well through, through the mythologies of every system expressed. They correlate. They, they're in different languages. And it is the kingdom of the souls that it, it will begin to open up and heal the division of the language in the soul. Okay. Okay, because as long as our language is different, then we cannot understand one another. Right. So the most direct, easiest language for everybody to get, as I earlier said, is the language of the heart, which is the wisdom of love. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I think this is a good point where we talk a little bit about um, balance and holding space because each of us on our journeys uh, through uh, our life here on the Earth School um, are at different places. We have very young souls here who hold a different space than older souls who who have more wisdom and have uh, maybe, I don't want to say easier, but um, have the ability to tap into their higher selves uh, more readily. Um, you know, everybody holds a space here, and, and, and we have to have balance. We need balance. So if you could talk a little bit about um, that, Karen. We, we talked about this a little bit in the green room, so you know where I'm going with, the, with this question. Um, but balance is important, so um, we need to talk a little bit about that, especially in this fearful state that that seems to be um, prevalent and, and on earth today. Absolutely. And thank you. And, and it is where a lot of people um, in this world cannot truly feel that higher love. There's a song, uh, I think Stevie Winwood a long time, Bring Me a Higher Love. Mm -hmm. And people look for it in their relationships. Um, they, they, they desire it. They seek it in the mirror relationships. 
And every time that they do, they find disappointment um, because the higher love um, and the balance is really within ourselves. Um, I, I, I wanted to point out that as souls, we learn that we, in playing roles, are both male and female in our pattern. We're made in the pattern of, of God. And our higher selves is that pattern, and it is both male and female, but we have a tendency to be more male in our nature as human beings because we have more chakras, which are energy, energy centers, or sometimes churches we call them, within ourselves that are active, willful, uh, than we do feminine, which are receptive and enable us to receive and surrender to a higher power. Mm -hmm. um, so, to find balance, we must realize, first of all, that we are active and receptive, both male and female, mm -hmm. um, and that in that balance, uh, we have to take the time to meditate, to receive, uh, perhaps uh, to seek information that is of a higher level. Like reading the Bible's good, but expand that with science. Expand that with studying uh, authors who um, have demonstrated the secret doctrines behind some of the accepted religious doctrines that have been out there, um, and look for correlations. This opens the mind, and it begins to balance one in a foundation that's directed toward the kingdom of souls in the heart and the wisdom of love in the heart. Um, because you begin to see how things correlate and relate. The thing is, is that in that seeking, people will often look at the outside and they'll say, oh, this, my relationships, they don't reflect what I'm learning, what I aspire toward, where I'm going. They make me more unhappy. And they keep mirroring back exactly what I'm resisting and what I'm growing out of. Mm -hmm. And that, that makes people out of balance. But that is the best teachers at that point because it is the playground in the school of, okay, so you aspire toward love and inclusive thinking, but when you look at someone uh, who uh, you feel is not on the same page or on this in the same book as you, your immediate response is to judge them, to resist what they know, to feel um, in your even in your body um, pain about what they think, mm -hmm. and whether that's political or religious or or whether that's going to the grocery store and aspiring to uh, be a healthier person and seeing someone just feet, like loading junk food in their, in their cart with children and themselves not being in balance physically. As long as you look at that and, you, and, and it makes you angry, you're, you're feeding the polarity of the soul dichotomy in our world. So staying in balance has everything to do with checking in inside, saying, how do I really feel? And it, so it, first of all, it is your mental state and your orientation. Mm -hmm. But that is very difficult to get to a place of love because the subconscious mind is a lot of body chatter and it's full of judgment. It either wants to pity or it wants to put people on pedestals. It wants heroes. It wants, like a little kid, for something else to fix things for them. Mm -hmm. So the strategies, first of all, of, of increasing what you're putting in your mind and what you're thinking about uh, in, in gentle increments to more and more expanded thoughts. But then the other side of the brain, okay, that's in the head. That's the head. Mm -hmm. But the other, so that's like learning to think in abstract terms, to learn different terminologies and languages of science and faith, and to see how they might relate. So that's in the head. Mm 
-hmm. But then the, the body also is this container and form that when you start putting higher frequencies in there and thinking in higher frequencies, that body is going to feel like it's being shattered. And your relationships are going to like go, whoa, 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 wait a minute now. Where are you? Where's the enabler? Where's the, the ego that I, uh, that I relate to? You're, you're not on the same book and you're not in the same page with me any longer. So relationships can get rocky. Instead of deserting them, what we really need to look at is how are they showing me a mirror of my own resistance inside of myself. Mm -hmm. Now, integrating with the body, in my opinion, requires physical discipline. But when I say discipline, it's that you're teaching the body a new way. Discipline means to teach, not to punish. And so the reorientation, when I, you know, that way back at nine years old, I had a vision in which Mary Magdalene and Mother Mary came to me and said, make your stomach strong like a man, because I stood in a frequency of pure white love light. And you got to know that to stand in that frequency is going to break your body down. So they said, make your stomach strong. The terminology, like a man, man means to count or to measure, which really meant to bring my heart, the kingdom of souls, into my belly for balance, to balance the belly brain. I started doing physical training, but lots of crunches. But when I do my crunches, and I still do my crunches a lot, I smile because this balances left and right brain. I smile physically. I go into a place of love and peace, and I direct that feeling into my belly. And I do that when I'm physically moving through the world and I've trained myself in that way to put love into my belly, into my belly brain, and to think in loving ways as I'm doing whatever mundane tasks that I may have resisted in the past, like cleaning the cat's box, <laughs> <laughs> which is down in the trenches. You see what I'm saying? Right. So the, the school of raising children or being in a family is something that wants to pull you out of balance and into the mundane. And you're, you're in this spiritual high frequency and your baby's diaper needs to be changed. Okay? Mm. Are you going to resent the baby? No. Okay? No. And on the same level of souls, as I've said before, there are infants and babies and young people. There are mature and there are old and there are transcendental souls. Mm -hmm. See, so in many ways we have to learn as a soul in this beautiful school to love the babies, the infants, the young people. And the people that are stuck maybe in the box that we don't want to be in anymore and see it's a box and we resist that box. But we're only responsible for how we feel. And if we're feeling love, that when we look at that box, we're going to, uh, even by how we look at it, how we think about it, we're helping to set it free by our very vibration. And you don't have to change it. You only have to be mindful of the love inside of yourself to help to change it. Right. Excellent. Um, and I, I wanted to, to go back a little bit here, Karen, because I think this actually feeds into the thought of free will and how we make choices with ourselves. Um, you know, we can choose to act in the same way that a feeling is mirrored to us. In other words, um, if hate is being directed towards us, we can choose to mirror hate back or we have a, for, you know, a choice to not mirror hate back. Precisely. And hate doesn't feel good. No. And, 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 and that's one of your, the, the ways that we learn to think uh, with our heart and feel with our mind. So if we perceive um, and we are very intuitive, uh, well, on some level, instinctual beings. 
So instinct gives way to intuition in, in the kingdom of souls. But the body brain instinctually knows when there's a resistance or a judgment to itself. Um, it feels it and reacts um, with fight or flight, um, with fear, with guilt. Um, it might, uh, depending on whatever kind of role you're playing as a soul, if you're a victim or if you're a perpetuator, uh, it, you see it feeds one another, it feeds this dichotomy of, um, that is not love in the lower world. Um, so, okay, so that answers part of the question. Mm -hmm. Help me get back on focus. Well, what would be the other? <laughs> well, I, I guess um, one of the things that we haven't really talked about is um, how we can engage our higher selves, the three brains. Tell, um, uh, and, and, maybe, and maybe this is where um, we end with your Our Father meditation. Exactly. Okay. And, and so the, uh, when I touched upon the soul, being like um, seven centers that have different levels of consciousness that we grow up with. It is a reflection of the rainbow of hope that was fulfilled um, with the return of Jesus Christ. He had fulfilled body, soul, uh, connection, and then established uh, in truth a faith connection, reestablished it, had been established, but then the uh, the ability to uh, act uh, from that level, which, so first of all, a long time ago, I, in 1990, as I said, I'd been on my journey for quite some time and, and studied a little the, the Eastern philosophies and um, was very Christian and in meditation directly asked Jesus the question, of how the seven centers or the rainbow within us that represents the culmination of our soul experience relates to his teachings. Because that's more Eastern, more Buddha, more Krishna, more Hindu, Tao, okay? Mm -hmm. But I hadn't really seen it ever expressed in or talked about in my Christian uh, format as, as being brought up. I just knew it related. And he immediately stepped in and taught me a path that integrates my higher self with love. And and it is the Lord's Prayer. And of course, it, there are many versions. I know there's an Aramaic version, there's the Protestant version, then the Catholic version. And I, as I said, was brought up Catholic. Um, uh, and that's the one that he used to teach me. Okay. But he told me that we start in our hearts and in the place of love. And this is the true wisdom of our hearts. And we open our hearts in any way that we can. And we create the feeling of love. The mind moves energy. As I said before, it is the bridging or the mover of energy. And the mind determines the quality of the energy. And love is a quality of the energy that we want to move okay, through us mm -hmm. and connect with. And so to connect with that, I used to use the... Uh, and I still do on occasion, but I've expanded this to so many different. But the experience of holding my first newborn and of looking into her eyes while she nursed and of seeing the wisdom, because it was very unusual for her to hold my gaze for an hour, but I felt like I got a total download, a direct download from where she had just come in a place of pure love. So I would use that feeling. And he said, that's a good one. Mm. And then he said, move now with your mind to the crown, to the top of your head, and open it. Open it, and I'm with you. White light, love light, I'm opening with you. And now, with that mental, I want you to imagine that you are moving and that there is a beautiful star, and it represents your higher eternal self of pure love connected 
to God at all times and connected to me at all times, he said, and merge now with that. And we did. And then he said, breathe it now. Take a deep breath and with me now, let's go journey through the temple of your soul. And we stood in the center of these great wheels, spinning vortexes. And we, he stood with me in the center. And he said, this is male energy. And we call in our father. And we stand with 12 o'clock in front of us, representing the 12 rays okay, of our human dimension, DNA, etc. But he didn't give me all that detail then. But he said, 12 o'clock's in front. And now you're going to spin with this and with me. You're the magician and you stand in the hub of the great wheel. And with me, we're going to spin love energy clockwise around your crown, creating a vortex of protection and love and faith. And then he said, now breathe that energy down into your third eye, into the middle of your forehead, into the center of your brain into the heavens within yourself. Our Father who art in heaven. And he said, this is feminine. And I want you to take that, that Father energy and I want you to breathe it in this, this sacred marriage of the Father-Mother Source. Breathe it into your third eye. And feed your third eye with spirit, with love. And turn that, that great wheel counterclockwise and bring that energy deeper and deeper and deeper into the recesses in the many, many mansions within your mind and go to still point and be love and remember love and then focus as the energy moves as it always does, gravity works now into the throat to the mental plane into the bridge Hallowed be thy name. Thy name is the word. He said, I am the word. The word is the voice of Vishnu as well. And the word is the power to create differently a new reality. And he says, this is male energy. And this is human nature. Now, we're going to spin that energy clockwise. And it's going to go out with love and deeply seated new ideas of love in the heavens, in the archetypal mind inside of you, and words to create a new reality. And that spins, and we felt that energy, that creative will energy. And then he says, now we're going to go back to the kingdom of souls, to the foundation of love and wisdom, and we're going to go back with your heart. And that love, again, we expanded. And he gave me a symbol that is called Vesicopistus. The mother-father energies coming as one. And that fish in the center, two circles overlapping, create a fish that has a tail at the top and a tail at the bottom. And it's the divine feminine and masculine. And so that love wisdom there, integrating deeper and deeper and expanding at the same time. For it is neutral energy. It is neither father nor mother. It is both. And so it is the kingdom of the souls in our true nature. People get stuck with defining us in roles. And we need to look into the kingdom of the souls for reality, for truth. And so then that, that whole higher world, faith, in love and the changing and the empowering of us to connect with Christ in the foundation of love now needs to be turned down into the lower world, into the subconscious and the body brain. And so thy will be done, that higher will, and we focus in the solar plexus. Solar means sun, which is really in the heart. So when I was told to take the, the energy of man or that which counts the sun and put it into my solar plexus. It is then about the confidence of the soul 
okay, to stand in the center of the great vortexes of chaos, of fear in the lower worlds, and stand in your truth, love. Again, love. We think love. We feel love in this space. And we turn that vortex with our minds in the Christ consciousness. And again, we fortify the, the egg or that we reside in. And then we focus again down into the lower belly, into the sacral, and we make it sacred. And these again are sacred marriages between male and female energy that needs to be atoned. And that energy is definitely feminine here. And it pulls in deeper and deeper and deeper. Higher love, higher will. And we say on earth, I like to say in earth because there are layers of experience in the sands of time in our earth that are karmic, that our bodies have to move through and we are buried into. So the bones of our ancestors must be healed and forgiven in the past. And so we go deeper and deeper into the records of this with love and faith to heal our earthly experience and to integrate with our bodies. And then the energy goes into the root all the way down to the base of the spine. And it, this vortex is positive. It is male in nature. And it is going to then go all the way into what I call through the records and into the heart of love and the earth of all matters. And so that is in heaven as above so below. The reflection of the conflict that began in the heavens and the division of our brain in the center of the earth. They are one. And we have a symbiotic direct relationship with earth. We pull that awareness back up into our root in the path of ascension. And this is willful love again. Acknowledging that all that we need that we've just received is the truth. And this has to be felt in the roots of our being, the root chakra, because that's the last place to be made whole and holy with the soul. Give us each day our daily bread. Bread is what we're feeding you right now. Bread is also what we need to survive. We need to take care of all levels, physical, emotional, mental, spiritual. And then to raise that energy and pull it up the spine in forgiveness of all the previous ages and cycles, all the previous karma. Forgive us our, our debts, our trespasses, as we forgive those who have trespassed against us. We must forgive ourselves as well as the mirrors around us. And if we're still pulled into the old feelings of separation that we need to stay separate in order to retain our individuality, then we haven't learned how to stand in that wholeness of our souls. So forgiving is letting go of the previous bad feelings. Forgiving does not on any level imply that one must agree with, condone, or even choose to understand that which it sees which is painful, fearful, and divided. You don't have to agree. You simply have to let go of the bad feelings. And that is what forgiveness is. And once you get that, you raise that energy. Deliver us from temptation. And that temptation is to fall back into the old patterns. And we raise that through the area that I call pausal plane. And that moves with Archangel Michael in as the through the central pillar of the tree 
past all the chaos of the devil and the death toss to a place of eternal life, delivering from evil. And evil is the part of us that chooses to remain separate from the truth that love is the way, that love is God, that we are love. Because you have to get that to get into the kingdom in the heart, the kingdom of the souls, of love and wisdom. And once you get that, for thine is the kingdom. And then you can raise that energy up to the bridge of the mental plane, the mind, and begin to play in the realm of creative will. For thine is the power to create, to decree a new reality. And then you can bring it up to that old egg, the Humpty Dumpty that fell off the wall and divided and fragmented, okay? That big egg in the head. The glory of seeing a new reality, of seeing the archetypes in the heavens, again reunited as one family. Thank you very much, just like us. And the glory is eternal love, consciousness and our total faith in knowing that as our truth. Amen, 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 and so it is. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Thank you. Thank you so much for the opportunity, and thank you everyone for your patience and listening and your attention and for your choosing to integrate with your higher self and knowing that it is love, and that love is the kingdom of souls that we are beginning to become. And so gratitude for you, Linda, and for this show and this uh, way of getting the message out. Yes, I, uh, especially thank you um, for that the meditation and the integration, the steps through that, uh, pulling it through our chakras and uh, raising that back up um, with love. So I think that was um, very much needed today. Um, so thank you so much. I just want to go over um, some things with our listeners before we end the show. Um, we Our intention is, is to record a lesson once a month. Uh, so this is the December um, of 2016 lesson and you know, wishing everybody uh, um, happy holidays and, um, you know, enjoy family and, and, and think about what Karen has brought us today during this time because I, I think the message was very much needed. Um, you can contact us and find us at our website, um, which is Soul Food Spirit Speaks, and that is a subdomain off of my website, lindafissler.com. And on our Facebook page, we do have a Facebook page, which is Soul Food Spirit Speaks. And we will also have a YouTube channel, which I will push this um, recording out onto the YouTube channel. And um, there will be a button on the website if you are moved to give us a love donation. Uh, we are very appreciative of that. And um, let's see, is there anything else I missed, Karen, other than thanking our listeners for tuning in? I believe you covered it all very well, Linda, and thank you, too. And, again, thanks for the listeners, too. Uh, God bless. God is blessed. Yes. Um, love bless. Yes. So yes. thank you, everyone. Namaste. Enjoy your holidays, and we will see you in January. Goodbye. Bye-bye.